Hi, I'm Janeline Sakdalan, a Singapore-based personal wealth manager, a speaker, investor, and entrepreneur. Our mission with this show is to inspire you with stories, lessons, and to give you actionable strategies that will help you in your journey as you pursue the life that you wanted. Welcome to In Pursuit Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to In Pursuit Podcast. Today, we're going to have someone that I consider an inspiration and a role model to our generation to find out where he begins and how he got where he is right now. Everyone, say hello to Alec Cuenca. Hi! Hi, Janeline. Thank you so much for for having me here. I'm so excited to share with you all my stories and all my insights. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know you are so busy. I really appreciate your time. So, Alec... Tell us who is Alec Cuenca prior to becoming a motivational speaker and before the Small Talk podcast. Hmm, great question. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, let me just go down the uh, reminiscing path real quick. Uh, who, who I am before Small Talk podcast? Well, I was studying before. Um, it, I was studying as an engineering student. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to finish my degree in Manila. Yeah, I, I, I was. I wasn't really doing anything, um, <laughs> you know, worth mentioning. I was just. I was really struggling with my grades back then. So I was. Uh, I was a regular student who was just trying to get, uh, to get by or to pass through college. And it was a. It was a really, really hard time for me. And I guess it all changed when, um, back in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I experienced my first ever heartbreak and I said to myself, you know what, maybe it's, it, it would be really helpful if I c- could put this on a platform where, uh, you know, I could just share my story. I could just share my insight. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's when I learned about podcasting. So mm-hmm. I tried that out. I, I tried podcasting and it was a side project for me. It was just a passion project and I really enjoyed it. Um, I continued doing it. And then um, the pandemic happened. So when the pandemic happened, I kind of stopped going to school because um, my my mother was kicked out of work, and so uh, we needed st- uh, you know, I didn't have enough enough funding for that. So mm-hmm. I said I stopped. And then um, there was a time that I had like three months uh, that I wouldn't be doing anything, and I said to myself, "I'll double down on content creation. I'll double down on podcasting and TikTok." And then uh, I did. I, I created a lot of content and it became full time. Uh, you know, suddenly one video got viral and then I found different ways to monetize what I was doing. And the rest was history. I just kept on going and now here I am. <laughs> right, right. Wow. That, that's so interesting. So you mentioned video. Was it YouTube or because I actually discovered you? via TikTok. So I saw one of your videos and then it <laughs> keeps on showing up on my feed and then, okay, who is this guy? And then that's how I discovered Small Talk Podcast. Uh, because I'm a firm believer of personal development, personal growth, and you're into that. And I said, okay, he's perfect for this um, for this topic. So I want to know who is Alec Cuenca. Well, I started with YouTube at the, uh, mm-hmm. at the beginning. But then I kind of stopped because it was very difficult for me um, to balance my, you know, YouTube and then studies. So I said, I gotta, I gotta find a way that I could still create content, but 
it won't take as much time as it would um, as to creating YouTube videos. So I, when I discovered podcasts, I was so, so happy because it only takes like an hour, two hours to like do, do this, right? It's relatively easy. And um, it's unlike, it's unlike um, YouTube videos where it takes yeah. a really uh, good amount of time a lot of work, to yeah. create good videos, right? I shifted from that. I stopped YouTube and I really went hard on podcasting. And then when it uh, came to TikTok, I, I I basically said that I needed a way that I could practice my public speaking skills. I always wanted to become a speaker, but I didn't have the opportunity to do that because I was studying in an engineering school. And in engineering, you rarely get a chance to practice your public speaking skills. So what I did was uh, I said to myself, well, I need to be practicing um, in public speaking. So when I learned TikTok, um, at the beginning, it was like a place where people just dance and sing and make yeah, jokes yeah. and whatnot. But for me, I said, I'll use this platform to practice my public speaking skills. So every single day, starting from today, I'll be uploading a single video where I would just talk to the camera and I would just tell what I wanted to say for, for that day, a, a more structured way, try to eliminate the ums, the ah, uh, just one minute pure me talking to the camera. So I did that for like two months. So when I finished that, at, at the end of the two months, there was this one video that got viral. And then, you know, it just kept going. More and more videos kept going viral. And now, uh, you know, the, the my platform on TikTok is so huge and it became one of uh, the full time, the, the things that I currently do right now. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess it's, it's really interesting about when you said about personal development, because for me, like TikTok and YouTube and podcasting, they are all self-improvement tools for me. Mm-hmm. The, the, those are just the avenues where I just said, you know what, let's try this out. Let's try if we can improve on this one. Let's try if we can do this, you know, let's explore things and try things out. And that's a big part of my self-improvement as well. And that those are the things that I'm doing now full-time as well. Yeah. Wow. So initially, you were just doing that for yourself. And then I'm curious, what video was that that became viral? Mm, wasn't what were you talking one video. About? It was kind of a semi-viral video and you know how it is with tiktok with tiktok it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to have all good numbers you only need one and then it'll it'll eventually bleed you know the views will eventually bleed on the other video so right after one of the videos got viral they kept on recommending the videos and then a lot of videos got viral as well but i think it was the 21st or something 21st 25th video something like that and it was it was one of the same things it was a normal video i didn't really put in much effort into that not even thought into that i was just very you know what someone asked this question let's try to answer it today let's answer this and then it got viral i think it was about the ldr or something like that now i talk about a range of things not just love and relationships i also talk about personal development motivation inspiration mental health all those stuff it, it kind of transitioned, but it was just a platform where I was okay, where I gave my permission to just try, to just explore mm-hmm. things. And I think it's really important that we as human beings, we continue to explore. We continue to try things. We continue to learn and grow because, because that's the only way that we can grow. 
when we learn things. If we're not learning, we're we're kind of dying, right? So yes. uh, we always want to grow. We always want to try things. And for me, TikTok was that thing. Now I'm trying to go back to YouTube. I'm trying to to test those things out again. Maybe I can figure out, you know, the algorithm, how this thing work. So it's always like a continuous pattern of learning for me. And it all happened because of your heartbreak, right? Yeah, which yeah. is a crazy so, thing. It happened because of my heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. So, w- will you consider that to be your like? We all have these defining moments in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in we experience breakdown, heartbreak, and then after that, we change, we grow. So, will you yeah. consider that to be your defining moment? Uh, definitely, definitely. I think the heartbreak was my defining moment. I had a couple of defining moments in my life, but nabibilang pasamay as a leader. But for me, that was definitely my defining moment because, well, basically my life story char- starts from that, from yeah. that point because I kind of needed to re- redefine myself. So when I experienced my first heartbreak, mm-hmm. I knew I needed to start something for myself. Like I knew that I needed to go on this passion project I needed to start this um, side hustle, you know, because I'll never know when would life hit again. And I said to myself, I'll never know when the next heartbreak would come in my life again. But I got to make sure that the next time that happens again, I have all the tools that I needed to deal with it properly, to manage my emotions properly, because I could remember like the first time that I experienced my my heartbreak, I really wrecked my life. You know, it it was not into or um very it, it was not aligned with this self improvement uh thing that I'm doing right now. I I destroyed my life. I um I drank a lot. Mm-hmm. I tried a lot of drugs. I um I didn't eat right. I didn't sleep right. I was just basically throwing my life away. So it was it was a very dark moment in my life, and then I kind of turned it around and I hit that reset button. I said to myself, if I'm gonna go back to my life and try to, you know, keep moving or keep going, then I need to take care of myself. So what I did is I really invested in self improvement. Mm-hmm. I studied um, a lot of. Uh, I think. Uh, I changed my ways back in college. Instead of me playing video games and watching Netflix, I spent time in the library. Mm-hmm. And I read a lot of self-improvement books, a lot of psychology books, business books, management books, leadership books, anything that could help me with regard to self-improvement. Uh, I spent most of my time in the library just hanging out there. Uh, I read a lot of books and I also shared them on my podcast. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, the second heart break came it I wasn't really it wasn't really hard on myself I kind of know what to do how to handle it how to deal with it and so I, I think I'm 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 very proud of myself for what I was able to learn from the things that I've read from the things that I've experienced to make sure that I don't make make the same mistakes twice you know I, I've been on this situation before I've been in, I've experienced a defining moment in my life before a rock bottom I know how to deal with this now, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's what self-improvement did to me. But of course, definitely, it wouldn't be possible if I didn't experience my heartbreak. So yeah, it was a defining moment in my life. Right. So what was happening on that day you decided na, 
okay, I have to turn my life around. Is there a specific day when, or you just woke up and today I'm gonna be different? Because you said yeah. you were so different back then. You were doing drugs, drinking a lot of, um, drinking alcohol and, you know, eating yeah. a lot. You're not taking care of yourself. Is there a specific day that you can remember that you decided today's the day I'm not gonna do that anymore? I have to stop. What's happening on that day? Or you maybe listen to someone. You have to stop. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. So I, I, no one really told me to stop. But uh, here's the thing: when when it came to my uh, when it comes to my first heartbreak, I experienced my lowest point in my life. Like it was the darkest moment in my life that I planned on ending my story back then. This is where it ends for me. I'm not sure what's going to happen next. I'm not sure if I can handle tomorrow. If I can move through tomorrow, I'm not sure with that. But I did, you know, thankfully I did. And uh, very, I'm very fortunate that I did. And so when I was on my way home, I made a promise to myself that I'm going to, if I'm going to live, if I'm going to try again, then I'm going to make sure that's going to be worth it. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to live. I'm going to try to live my life according to how I want to live it. Not, you know, based on how others want me to live it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. At the moment after I I planned it and I even wrote like goodbye letters to my families and my friends and I was about to go do it. You know, something happened. It turned, it hit me. It, it kind of woke me in the sense that I needed to go back. I needed to live a life. You know, my mother was here. My family cares for me, loves me. A lot of people appreciate me. And so, you know, I went back and I hit that reset button and, but I made a promise that I need to make a conscious effort to make a better, to make my life better, to make better choices right now for me, for me and myself or for me and my family as well. It was a very slow process. I didn't, it, there was no like magical moment that, that I, you know, kind of changed my life. It was just me trying to do better 1% at a time every single day. Right after I made a promise to myself that I'll keep on trying, I'll keep on going. And it was just me taking it day by day. And it was very, very helpful. It was kind of unpleasant, but still very grateful for that experience in my life. Yeah. So from that moment that you hit the reset button, what happens after that? Because you mentioned you started reading books. What are the things that you've done after you hit that reset button? I went back to school. I was finishing my degree. And then that's when the moment that I read a lot of books and I tried, you know, I tried podcasting. I tried vlogging as well. And I didn't like vlogging. It was too time consuming. So I stopped that, but I continued with my podcast and I continued reading books. Mm -hmm. And then I just kept that doing it. I, you know, I just kept that creating podcast episodes and I, uh, I was about to graduate. I was about to graduate. Um, but then the pandemic happened. We were forced to go to online classes, which I hated, by the way. That's why I said, you know what? Let me stop here. I don't want to um, finish my school online. I don't want to graduate online. I didn't want to get my diploma online. I worked so hard for this. So I stopped. And then I continued with content creation. Mm -hmm. I continued creating videos on TikTok and podcasting. And now it's something that I'm still doing up to this day. Right, right. So do you have books that you specifically read that really helped you? Like if you can recommend one book. I think there's a lot of very important and helpful books in my life. And when people ask me, 
can you give me a book recommendation? I'll often return the question to them, asking them, well, what are you trying to solve in your life right now? Because I could recommend you a book, but if that's not um, a problem that you're trying to solve right now, it wouldn't be very helpful, right? So I think there are a lot of um, very important books that helped me go throughout my life. Um, the first one was Alchemist, The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. It's not a self-help book, but it's kind of a, like a fiction book. And uh, it, it, it kind of opened my um, my eyes and my heart where I needed to try things, to try to... Um, you know, pursue my personal legend, as Paolo Coelho says. But it's more like that and just trying to learn more um, about how I could discover the ways of the universe, how to just trust the universe and all that stuff. But it was at the very beginning of my of my journey. That's the reason why I started, you know, podcasting and um, TikTok as well. That's when I also read the book Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk, which is kind of like, just figuring out, you know, how to try these things out. And then, yeah, how to mine content. I really went heavy when it came to self-improvement, which is why um, what really helped me was the power of habit. I think there wasn't, yeah, Atomic Habits is such a a really big book. You know, almost everyone who's in the self-improvement space know about this book. But when I was starting there, Atomic Habits was not like the number one book about habits. It was The Power of Habit. So mm-hmm. that was really helpful for me as well. I think there were a lot. It depends on what kind of mood, what kind of face I am in my life. But yeah, those are some books that I would like to recommend you people when it comes to just becoming a better version of themselves. Now that you are into self-growth or self-development space, what can you say that are your best practices when it comes to personal development? I think there are uh, three main practices that is very important in um, personal development. First one is workout. Like you really need to take care of your body. Not just workout, you know, the proper diet and uh, taking supplements and taking a good amount of rest is very, very important. So uh, just taking care of your body. That's one thing. So anything that could help you with your body, proper diet, exercising, workout, moving, it's really, really important that you have that kind of thing in, in personal development because your body is like, is like your glue. It what holds things together. It what makes sure that your mind and your heart and the other functions in, in the other aspects of your life can function properly. So your body should be the baseline on that. You need to take care of your body. You need to work out when you, you, you want to become, to, to really invest in personal development. Like I, you cannot want to be better. And then not work out. It's counterproductive. I don't care if you're reading a lot of books. If you're not working out, then you're, you're losing not a lot. Taking care of your body. Yeah. If you're not taking care of your body, um, if you're not exercising, if you're not eating the right um, the right things, if you're not taking supplements and vitamins, and you're not taking an ample amount of rest, it's useless. You can't enjoy the fruits of your um, labor when it comes to personal development, but it won't last long. We want to, to be sustainable. We want to be to experience this in on a more consistent basis. And our bodies are one way to do that. So we need to take care of our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, second one is we need to take care of our mind. What I do every single day is I read a book. So I make sure that I have um, reading as a part of my daily habit and my daily routines because I need to feed the mind with more positive things. Mm-hmm. For example, if I watch the news every single day, I become a very negative person. 
if I scroll on my social media 24-7, the first thing in the morning, when I do that, a lot of negativity will come into my life. You know, I'll start comparing myself. I'll start seeing all this negative news, the negative things online. And it will ruin my mind. It will corrupt my mind. And so if you want to take at it at personal development, then you need to take care of your mind as well. So read something very helpful. Read nonfiction books, not just read fiction books. A lot of people read fiction books, but it's, it's still different when you're reading self-help books, self-improvement books, because the, these are science-based facts on how you could better yourself. Mm-hmm. Like These are detailed guides where you could choose different ways or have different tools so that you can be better, right? So reading something is also another thing that you should add in your daily routine, in your habits. The third one is journaling. And journaling is for the heart and for the soul. So you have workout for the body, you have reading for the mind, and then you have journaling for the heart and the soul. If you take care of your body, if you take care of your mind, but you're not taking care of your heart, it's going to be a hollow pursuit. It's going to be a hollow a process for you. So you need to take care of your heart as well and your soul as well. And you can do that by journaling, by expressing your thoughts, by uh, feeding your emotions, by writing those down, by talking to someone. And sometimes we don't have someone to talk to. So you know, it's very important that we still are able to express our emotions. So that's when, um, that's where journaling comes in very helpful, right? So those three things, if you add them in your routine, it will be very helpful. Yeah, working out and then um, working out, reading. journaling, and then reading. So. Reading books. Actually, uh, of all the things that you have mentioned, those three, the thing that I kind of struggle with is journaling. Because sometimes I overthink what I should write. So what can you recommend mm-hmm. or what can you suggest on the best practices? Or if someone wants, or if someone is listening and wanted to start um, journaling? Okay, so I guess I would just like to recommend people when you want to journal, you don't need to think. You just need to feel. You just need to experience journaling, right? A lot of people, they stress or they worry about what to write and that's when they get stuck. And it's very important that in trying to journal and trying to express your emotions, it just needs to be expressed. It doesn't need to make sense. Okay, a lot of people are having a hard time because they they feel like it needs to have sense. You know, there are days where I just dabble in my journal. Like whatever I want to say, just I just express it. If I want to sound philosophical and, you know, act like I'm a philosopher, I'll do that. But sometimes there are days that I just, I'm bored. I'm writing and I'm writing down. I'm bored. I don't know what to do. I'm tired. I'm lazy. It's, 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 it shouldn't be something that we need to think about because again, journaling is for the heart. So whatever you feel, you just express it. It doesn't, it doesn't need to make have, sense. Yeah, it doesn't have to make sense all the time. Yeah, all the time. It doesn't need to... I, even like, there is like, if, if it doesn't need to make sense generally. You don't need to have a format because the act of journaling itself, that is what's important. It's not what you can get from the journaling. It's not what lessons you can learn from the gen, uh, journaling, even though really helps you a lot in terms of self-actualization and self-realization but you just need to express yourself because once you hear yourself once you see yourself writing that then that's when you understand yourself more right and then you can gain a new level of insight that you can now use in your life um, to make better decisions but 
you don't need to like make sense of the things that you are writing right now yeah. because be uh, when once you are able to build the habit of writing of journaling few days later that's when you can have great ideas that's when you can have amazing concepts that's when you can understand yourself more but the goal of journaling is to do the act of journaling itself like that's the main goal like that's the you don't need it, it's not a means to an end it's mm-hmm. the end. like the journaling act like that's the that's the thing that you need to do it doesn't need to make sense it doesn't even need to have an idea or something sometimes i i i write down just a day a, a line or a dot so what's important is i try to open it and i try to express my feelings that's what's important mm-hmm. and how it helped you so far in your journey uh, well expressing my thoughts and being able to manage them are very very helpful mm-hmm. because um as i've said i need to take care of four aspects of my life i need to take care of my body my mind my heart and my soul and there are a lot of times where i don't have a friend where i don't have someone to talk to and a lot of people experience that so when that time comes it's very helpful that you are still be able to express your emotions right now because if you don't what happens is the emotions will bottle up and then one day you're going to explode mm-hmm. it always happens it all and, and sometimes it leads you to a burnout sometimes it leads you to overreacting sometimes it leads you to i don't know just just things where you're not happy with So when that time when when that happens to you you need to like take a step back and try to express yourself because if you don't try to you know uh, express yourself it will bottle up and it will like build up build up like a pressure like a balloon and then it will pop and uh, you know it will be messy all over the place so you got to make sure that you are still able to express yourself no matter what happens right right Wow, what a journey. So from being a broken-hearted to becoming a podcaster to becoming a motivational speaker, now a YouTuber, what's next for Alec? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that question. It makes me you know, imagine things yeah. and be excited for the future. Yeah. Uh for me, I think uh the thing that is next for me is really li- live events. We are going down to easing back up into face-to-face, which is really uh-huh. nice. Yeah. Um so I think there will be a lot of live events, live encounters with me. I'll be speaking to a lot of schools, a lot of companies as well, but now this time not online. Maybe I would be recording podcasts as well. I'll be guesting on some other podcasts, but maybe the next time it, it would be live, it would be in real time, real face, face to face, which is such an exciting thing to to see or to imagine. I actually have uh my first ever live event on the May 21st uh, here in Pasay here in the Philippines so uh it's it's i think that's the that's the way to go that's um where life would take me i think i guess <laughs> so exciting that we are now slowly coming back to normal okay wow coming to an end of this interview i have last question for you alec if there's one thing you think people should know What is that? Just one thing people you think should know. Okay, so I think one of the things that I would tell people or I would let them know is that we should all be kind to one another. Kindness should be at the top of our list always because we're all just trying to figure it out. Like no one has ever figured it out. Not not when you're in your forties. Not when you're in your fifties and your sixties. You don't have life figured out. Much more if you're in your twenties and in your thirties. You don't have your life figured out. You will never 
figure out your life when you're in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s. You will never. So it's important that we be kind to ourselves and to other people. Like we're all on this journey trying to figure um, our lives out. And we need to, you know, apply more empathy and be there for each other, support each other, um, be kind to one another so that we can be kind to ourselves as well. So yeah, empathy is is uh, something that I would like to let to let the other people know. Like kindness is the key. Kindness is the key to yourself and to other people. I think it's very important because it's so easy to compare people's. I mean, to to compare lives nowadays because of social media. I think and people tend to be so hard on themselves if they if they always compare you know their life to their friends or to other people so thank you for reminding us with that um, message okay so alec where can we find you i know you're everywhere so you can find me literally on um, all these social media platforms just search for alec cuenca and um, it may be on tiktok youtube spotify (laughs) online Uh, everywhere you can just search for Alec Cuenca you'll find me if you want to connect with me or if you have any questions go ahead and just send me a message again thank you so much Alec thank you so much for being here today really appreciate it thank you so much Jenna for having me here that's it for today guys thanks again for listening to In Pursuit Podcast do follow and subscribe for weekly content and you can also follow me on socials at Janeline Sagdalan on Facebook Instagram and TikTok If you love this episode, share it with your loved ones or take a screenshot and tag me up on socials. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And the best part is, we can be friends. Again, this is Janeline. Now go out there and pursue your dream life. I am rooting for you. I'll see you on the next episode.